It is 2.23 a.m. here. But where is here? The known west, the very east, or some central exotic impossible location underneath or in between? One could wonder. I am under no strict rule to answer, though. It is my time, and what matters most is the stark, raving, mad now. That was inelegant. I am sorry. You've caught me in a delicate state. I am pre-gaming, so right into it. First thing you should know. A human being is not a juice box, and sucking blood through two small fang holes would not be a convenient or fulfilling process to draining a 368-pound construction worker of all his delicious contents. But how do I eat? Heartily. I never neglect the five food groups. Organs, fat, blood, skin and meat. Notice, I did not add bone. I have the same number of teeth as an adult should. However, upon this, whatever you would call it, curse may be, they have become serrated sharp and when necessary can chew through just about anything. But I don't like bone any more than you do on your chicken wings. Meals have to be, at the very least, bi-weekly, and are 110% necessary to keep from blood sickness, which is a sort of feral autopilot built in my kind. If I try to save a life or two by skipping meals, I will wake up on a pile. Sixty or so bodies, Kyoto on fire behind me. Ten me 1788. Twas I, said the fly. Look it up and shed a tear. Or sixty if you are feeling generous. I have two fangs. I have affectionately dubbed my sabers for their size. Contrary to law, these cannot ever be retracted, and if I am to remain anonymous can make speaking difficult. I am well practiced, but I still cut my tongue on elongated S's and th sounds. Despite how we have met, listener, you should know I am actually a selective talker. I choose my words and my listeners with equal measure. You might even think me shy if we were to meet. Pray, for your sake, that we never do. Choosing is always a thing of grand and careful importance for me. Slaughter days, which accounts for about 92% of my feedings, for example, are simple enough. I choose the first person that makes eye contact. Be it a precocious youth, a soccer mom, a cripple, a convict or courteous attendant. It doesn't matter. Eye contact is selection. It may seem a bit detached, but that is the point. It was the only way to make this process simple, clean, effective, fair. I don't eat children. I confess I have been tempted, but they can't really choose eye contact, can they? And even I have my limits. The absolute barrier line? Fourteen years of age. A day older than that, and you are fair game. If the weight of my gluttony and shames feeling forces me to move outside of my natural diet, I can only do so with maddeningly specific restrictions. Like I can survive on certain portions of billy apes, the abdomen of a pashmina goat, the wing and undercarriage of a frillback. But the select group of warm-blooded things I discovered I can eat is much shorter than the list of what I absolutely can't. So I am sorry to report humanity will always be the main course. You are probably wondering about the other 8%. I am a hunter 
by nature and trade. I have to find my sport somewhere, so every few months I will deviate, stalk and do a live feed. Sundays and priests, mostly. I'll spend two weeks spreading out their suffering and satisfying my cravings. Priests are at the very top of my delights. I feel I should detail the exact why and when of it, but I don't want to just yet. I do enjoy stalking, pray. Knowing your food can build up such anticipation. I never worry about them slipping away. Because of some extraordinary abilities, my meals are always a matter of when and not if, but I savour the silences and the waiting. It takes being in my shoes to understand how much a human is alone. With such a cruel memory system, I may not remember where I put my luggage five minutes from now, but I have a 90% precise recall of all feedings. I can close my eyes and taste. 1813. The Latvian au pair of the French aristocracy, splashing rouge in a crystal mirror by lamplight. The silk curtains fluttering by the breath of August. I can remember how much she looked similar to the doll strewn around the room. Her tendril curls telling the truth of age that her all-too-healthy body betray. The scent of lavender in her hair clashing with the eau de lupin. The plumpness of her generous frame stuffed into an outfit two sizes too small. The scent that called her to me as an offering was actually a gift from her mistress, who I'm sure no one without my keen senses could know, had freshly licked her in all the places I was certain to ruin. There was this lizard-eyed vacancy as I grasped her about the throat and bit more into her spine than the neck. I was a try-and-fail surgeon by the time I arrived to her. I knew how to bypass a nervous system before it was ever mapped. I wasn't always this gentle, but I don't want them to hurt if they don't have to. I just wanted her to drain and drain and drain until I was sopping up bits of blood off the floorboards with what was once her dimples. Those silk curtains backed by thicker wool ones were convenient. I closed them, kept sunlight out, and dined for hours. No one ever checks up on the au pair. <laughs> I will expound in volumes later about the blood gifts and how they offer me so many superior advantages that it is almost too easy sometimes. I find them sleeping in their sixteen-wheeler at a secluded rest stop, or homeless shading under an oak tree when the local parks close for the evening. They all almost welcome me, really. The usual routine is to break the spine and bite down hard, rip veins from the neck bones and flesh, and then the start of it. To visualize, you will only need to think of a pop-top can of soup poured straight down, or a frat boy with a keg in the air, and how his face greets that warm splash with a boyish jollity. He can't take it all in at once, but he can try. <laughs> yeah, that is me at feeding. I can never wait for it. Saying it is orgasmic would be entirely an insult to the experience. I am gruesome, I am greedy, and I am giddy all at once, and that is every time I feed. Blood deficiencies, HIV and such are nothing but seasoning to me. Everyone tastes so different, so right in so many variety of ways, it is always new, it is wonderfully overwhelming. I will that is single and moderately active, I do not ever sleep with women I feed on. 
On this point, I must insist on being clear. I have never done it and will not do it. I really don't wish to explain why. You would have to be positively daft to not understand that mixing meals and mating would be sloppier than even I could intend. So get those fetish books out of your skull right now, please and thank you. Speaking of mating, maybe you're wondering. Tell your friends, and tell them to tell a friend, in the next couple of days when I have sorted my sordid thoughts on the matter, I will discuss with you sex and love in my current condition, because the two were more or less inextricably tied. I can't hold back any longer. So it is ciao for me, and ciao to you for now. Adam